This podcast represents the views and opinions of the host and its guests. It does not represent their places of work. This content is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional diagnosis or treatment. Always consult your healthcare professional. This is not your usual mental health podcast. You are listening to an open, honest, and real conversation between a licensed mental health professional and a quirky amateur interrogator as they sort through life's questions and talk about anything under the ether and the other stuff in between. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Diane. Hi, my name is Christine. Welcome back to another episode of The Ether. And the other podcast. This is episode 3 of a a four-part or five-part series on a person's journey to mental health care. In episode 1, we talked about what mental health is and the steps to get help. In episode 2, we talked about who are the people to get help, the mental health professionals, the counselors, the psychologists, and the psychiatrists. So please check out our previous episodes. In today's episode, we will get an idea of how these professionals determine or assess your mental issues. We can't go through it all since there are so many, but we will touch on some key points. Christine, are you ready for my questions today? The real question is, are you ready to be a guinea pig today? Because we will do an experiment. I always wanted to be a mad scientist. This could be my origin story. So experiment away. I'm excited. Let's define some terms first. What is an assessment and how does this differ from a diagnosis? Assessment is the process of gathering information about a person to make decisions and hypotheses about that person and their present problems. The aim of mental health professional is to help a person. But how can we help if we don't understand the person? A psychological assessment is about performing a psychological battery on a person, which means that a psychologist uses a number of tools, basically more than just one test, to assess a person. Could be different types of tests, uh, procedures, and techniques to understand a person better. If you're like CIA or MI5, it's like gathering intel about the person, data gathering, or making a profile. So, how do you gather this uh, information? The assessment process can include data collected from formal and informal methods. Formal methods are standardized tests, questionnaires, checklists, and rating scales. Informal methods are unstructured or non-standardized methods such as interviewing the client, including family members, spouses, friends, medical doctor, and colleagues if the person is already working. Or if the client is a student, of course, uh, mostly their teachers or the guidance counselor. So, pwedeng ganun din. And also observing the client's behavior. All of these give us qualitative information about the client. A diagnosis is the meaning you get from the assessment. It identifies the nature of the problem. So if we're going to talk about in-depth psychological assessment, hindi ka mag-e-end doon lang sa mga psychological test. What would happen is there should be a full medical examination to eliminate any medical disease 
or organic reason or reasons for the symptoms. This should be done before psych testing. You mentioned tests. What are these tests that they need to take? Is this something that you study for? You will take different tests, but you don't necessarily have to prepare for the psych test. The umbrella term is a psychological test and we have all taken a form of psychological test. Mm-hmm. There are intelligence tests, personality tests, other psychological tests available, are tests on aptitude or achievement in school, career or work, counseling, management skills, and career planning. Most of us don't realize that we took one or more of those tests already. Before you go to college, you take an aptitude test. In the US, this is what they call the SATs. Here in the Philippines, this is the NSAT. So when you take a test for a school, you have to take an aptitude test. An aptitude test measures a person's capacity to successfully perform a certain task without prior knowledge or training. When you apply for a job, the Human Resources Department gives you a personality test to see if you fit well in the workplace and match well with what the job needs, aside from an aptitude test. These are the same tests you will take as part of your assessment. Depending on your situation, your psychologist or psychiatrist will recommend that you will take specialized tests to come up with a diagnosis, or what we refer to as mental health tests. For example, a test to see if you have depression, anxiety, or bipolar. These tests are different from the professional fee of your psychiatrist or psychologist. If you want to know the range of the fees, please listen to episode 2 of the podcast. Psych assessment gives a psychologist a general picture of a person's life, concerns, areas of improvements, and strengths. And hindi siya dedepende sa isang source of information. Iba-iba. So... A variety of tests and then magkakaroon ng mga interviews. Um, in some cases, may mga behavioral observations pa yan. So again, ano siya, hindi lang siya uh, isang, isang test. Kumbaga, you take it as a package. So mm-hmm. that's what psych assessment is. Is there a one-size-fits-all test for all issues? Is there like a, a mental illness test? No, there is no one single test to check if you have mental illness. There is also no one single test to check if you are 100% mentally healthy too. However, there are some tests we term them as screening tests to check if you have any signs or symptoms common in mental disorders like depression, anxiety, to, to name a few. Bear in mind the results of these tests are not a diagnosis. The results simply signal if you need more evaluation. Pag kunyari mataas ang nakuha mong score dun sa screening test, ibig sabihin mas maiging mag Ang next step mo na ay magpa-check ka na sa mental health provider for further assessment. Mm-hmm. So where can I find this uh, screening test? Are these tes- are these for free? Yes, there are free screening tests on mental health that we can use such as the depression test or what we call PHQ-9, patient health questionnaire and an anxiety test, GAD-7 or GAD-7 for Generalized Anxiety Disorder Assessment. You can find this test at the Mental Health America website. We would recommend this one because they have the they will compute it for you. So you mm-hmm. just need to input your answers. But actually, you can you can also just type in 
search through Google PHQ9 and GAD7. There are PDF versions of this. Mm-hmm. But what's nice with this website, there is already a simple interpretation description that would guide you. If results show that you are experiencing symptoms of mental illness, which means when you took GAD7 or PHQ9, you got a high score, it is best to talk to a mental health provider for an in-depth assessment. So let's talk about the available tests that can be used to check if you have symptoms of depression and anxiety. Again, for depression, one test commonly used is PHQ-9, which stands for the 9-item or 9-question depression scale from the Patient Health Questionnaire. It is self-administered. Pwede nyo siya talagang sagutan on your own. Uh, but then, what's really what you need to do after taking the test is, whatever the results would be, I would really advise you talk to a mental health provider for further assistance. So again, it is a self-administered test that can be completed by the patient quickly. So you can finish the test Within five minutes, the results of the PHQ-9 may be used to make a depression diagnosis according to the DSM-4 criteria. Medyo highfaluting lang yung DSM. So DSM stands for Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. This is the manual used by doctors or psychologists in diagnosing someone with if, whether someone has a mental illness or not. So PHQ-9 is helpful in detecting if a person has symptoms of depression and needs further diagnosis. It can be used for adolescents and adults. It's very easy to use there. So for anxiety, we have GAD7 or GAD7, which stands for Generalized Anxiety Disorder Assessment. It has seven items only, and it measures severity of generalized anxiety disorder according to the DSM-5 criteria. It can be used as a screening measure of panic, social anxiety, and PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. It can be used by adolescents and adults. So yun muna, kahit yun lang muna na yung makukuha ninyo, at least magkakaroon na kayo ng idea if you would need further assessment. If I was going to take a psychological test for my mental health, how should I prepare for it? Bear in mind, when you're about to take a psychological test, there are no right or wrong answers. So the best way to approach a psychological test is just to be honest and then huwag nyo iisipin kung ano yung dapat na isagot ninyo, basta isagot nyo lang yung talagang nangyayari sa buhay ninyo. So as much as possible, answer the questions honestly. If you don't do this, this will backfire on you. Ano to, imbis na makatulong sana yung assessment, baka lalong maguluhan lang din kayo at mawawala kayo dun sa ano yung dapat ninyong gawin. A psychological test or assessment is not it's not something that you should be afraid of. This is part of the process of helping yourself. The more you answer the questions honestly, the better because the more the mental health professional can help you. Okay, so wag nyo i-fake yung sagot nyo. Kung ano talaga yung nararamdaman nyo, yun ang isa A psychological assessment is usually done by a licensed psychologist in their office and it consists of paper and pencil tests. But there are also instances na pwede rin yung administered on a computer. It can last from one and a half hours to a full day depending on the test that you are going to take. So, yun nga, case-to-case basis siya. After the completion of the psychological test or assessment, the mental health professional prepares a personalized assessment report. 
for the individual based on the data na na-collect niya. It would take a few weeks for the professional to complete the report. Kasi baka mag-expect kayo after na ma-assess kayo, tomorrow andyan na. Hindi, kailangan niya kasi i-consolidate yung iba-ibang sources of information. Remember, pag-a-assess, hindi lang isa siyang test. So lahat yon i-interpret pa niya. And then, um, yung mga interviews din, for example, with your loved ones or other significant people in your life, i-consolidate na yon bago siya makapag-create ng personalized report. So this is not like your midterm exam or board exam where you need to get a passing grade. Uh, there's no pass or fail in a psychological test. Yeah, hindi naman. Kaya relax lang kapag magtatake kayo ng psychological test. So let's say I got a screening test and then I went to get a psychological test. Now I have my diagnosis on hand. How do I deal with this? Okay, as soon as you you receive the diagnosis, syempre at first you would most probably be in denial. O kaya naman, confirm yung matagal mo nang hinala na baka nga meron kang condition. I would expect na hindi talaga maging ganun kadali for most of us na tanggapin na meron ka talaga mental health condition. May ganun process na you'll be in denial but eventually you would have to learn to accept that this is what happened and this is your current reality. So when you have the diagnosis, remember it's not the end of your life. You can still live your life. Most probably, there there are just some things you need to change with your life. I just want to share some tips by uh, Lauren Mizak, a PhD, on how to accept that you have a mental health problem. So the first step, be aware that there is a mental health problem. You cannot accept something which you do not believe exists in your life. If you keep on denying that you have a mental health problem, that is going to be a big problem. Yun ang work on mo. Yung maka-move forward ka from denial to awareness and acceptance of what you have. Through treatment, you can work on those beliefs that may be preventing you from facing your current reality. So again, the first one is awareness that there is some mental health problem. The second one is work on your self-esteem. Even though you have a mental health condition, it does not completely define who you are. So remember that. Continue to develop yourself by engaging in activities that contribute to your positive sense of self and self-acceptance, which may include exercise, medication, and psychotherapy. Remember, you can still pursue your dreams and goals in life despite having a mental health diagnosis. So, yun na, hindi siya end of the world. Ano lang, lifestyle changes. That's what you, you might need to do. Third, surround yourself with people who understand and support you. This could simply mean talking to people who acknowledge that there is a problem and they support the management of the problem. Those are the three tips na masashared ko. Again, you don't have to deal with this problem alone. As you commit to your mental health goals, allow yourself to be supported by the people around you. Huwag ka masyadong pa-strong na kaya, kakayanin mo lahat. There will be days na baka hindi mo kayanin and it's alright. Seek help from other people. Accept also that there is a stigma. And the stigma may not come from people who are not close to you. Minsan nga pwedeng someone really close to you, hindi nila naintindihan what mental health conditions or anything about mental health topics ano, nahirapan silang i-accept. Uh, but with consistent, honest communication with your loved ones, 
your therapist, you can work on changing these biases or barriers in understanding mental health. Before we end this episode, today we will conduct a screening test for you. <laughs> is this a Mensa IQ test? No, it's not. This is a test made by a close relative of one of your favorite comedians, created by psychologist Simon Baron Cohen and his colleague. Related to Borat? Yes, he is. They are cousins. The test was created in Cambridge Autism Research Center and it is called Autism Spectrum Quotient or AQ test. O di ba may EQ test, may IQ test? Meron ding AQ test. It measures autistic traits in the general population. This is not a diagnostic test. It screens adults with Asperger's syndrome or high-functioning autism. I only have like one word for this whole thing. <laughs> This has 50 questions. 5-0? 5-0. You okay. can probably finish this in the next 5 minutes. Are you ready? Yes. For each statement below, choose one response that best describes how strongly that statement applies to you. So we have definitely agree, slightly agree, slightly disagree, and definitely disagree. Question number one. I prefer to do things with others rather than on my own. Mm, what's the saying? Too many cooks spoil the broth? Uh, slightly disagree. I prefer to do things the same way over and over again. Routines and habits are okay with me, but I think I'm a little bit flexible, so I say slightly agree. Bloop. Question 3. If I try to imagine something, I find it very easy to create a picture in my mind. The movie in my mind. Yeah, I think so. I slightly agree, I think. Hey, one minute down. One minute down? Oh my goodness. I, fre I frequently get so strongly absorbed in one thing that I lose sight of other things. Definitely agree. Bloop. I often notice small sounds when others do not. I get rattled easily. Definitely agree. Six, I usually notice car number plates or similar things of information. Yes, when I was in high school, I obsess about car plates and the types of cars. Toot. Definitely agree. Other people frequently tell me, that what I've said is impolite, even though I think it is polite. I remember I had a friend in high school. She would say that I was mean, and then another friend is my. At least she's. I would say she's honest. Yeah, I had one experience before with you. Oh, really? Yeah. So definitely agree. A few moments later. I enjoy meeting new people. Slightly disagree. I'm a good diplomat. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, I think so. Slightly agree. Bloop. I'm not good at remembering people's date of birth. It depends on the people. Slightly disagree. Because you're important, I will remember. I find it very easy to play games with children that involve pretending. I'd rather run around than... Siguro ito yung mga bahay-bahayan. Slightly disagree. I don't pretend naman. I just like play with them. Score my answers. Are you ready? Yeah, I want to see your answers. In the 33 to 50 range indicate significant autistic traits. I score 43 out of 50. 43 out of 50. What the hell happened? <laughs> Considering nasa gitna mostly ng sagot mo. I was thinking wala kang extreme scores eh. Exactly. Like strongly disagree or strongly agree. My autism spectrum quotient or AQ test. I scored 43 out of 50. So that is what a screening test would look like. If it's longer, but if it's shorter, then it's fine. But you should be honest about what you are answering. I mean, you should be honest about your answers. If you're having 
Uh, if you're having difficulty, just remember that this is no pass or fail. Yes, right? I agree. And if you have questions about the test, when you do take the test, ideally, maganda talaga sa clinic ng psychologist so you can ask questions from the clinician itself. Ang nangyari kay Diane kanina, isang test lang yon. Ngayon, kahit na mataas yung score niya, <laughs> kasi sabi dito, 33 to 50, yun daw ay significant autistic traits. Uh, not necessarily, hindi natin, hindi natin makoconclude na she has it for now. Ang mahalaga, magpa-check sa... Yeah, after this, then, yeah. if you're gonna take a test after this, then if you score like in the higher percentile, you should be concerned and go to the, go seek a mental health professional, a psychologist or psychiatrist yeah. to verify... To verify. The 43 out of 50. If it's really true, yung kung ano yung sinasabi nung test na yan. Pero yeah. kasi isa lang yun eh. So, hindi siya enough, hindi siya yeah. conclusive. Okay. okay. So, when she goes to a psychologist, the psychologist will conduct clinical interviews with her and would also interview the significant people in her life and use other tests to get a general picture of the different areas of her life before giving his or her final diagnosis for Diane. But how, how did you feel when you saw the result? 43 out of 50. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I know that I have weird... I, I know I'm weird and I accept it. I'm happy with it. I didn't expect it would be that high. I was expecting more like, maybe I'll get like 35 or 30, below 40. Mm-hmm. Baka akala mo average score lang. Yeah, I thought it was like, uh, you know. But no. Because in my head, I was like giving, am I like really like this? But sometimes I give concessions. So that's why I say I just slightly agree, slightly disagree. But there are things that I definitely agree. Like keeping up the schedules and habits and routines. And yes. Yeah, and being interested in things that other people are not really interested in. Well, taking the test was somehow... Were you shocked? Fun? Fun for you? I, mm, I wish I made it to like five minutes. Um, less, less than ten. Less than ten less minutes. Than 10. Okay. Today, we talked about psychological assessment and what to expect when you will undergo an assessment. We learned that having yourself assessed is not something we should be afraid of. And having a mental health condition means making lifestyle changes. Your life will not end even though if you have a diagnosis. It just means that you have to make some changes in your life. If you find this podcast helpful, please subscribe and share it to friends. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. Thanks.